Professor Brian Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi everyone, welcome to the Wonderful Scientist Podcast. This is your host Sarah Nyakeri and today we have Dr. Sonal Henson. Welcome Sonal. Thank you Sarah. Pleasure to be here. Kindly introduce yourself. Um, so I'm Sonal Henson. I'm a bioinformatician. Um, I currently um, am a new uh, recruit. So at uh, I recently started a new position at the University of Nottingham in the UK. Mm. Um, as a bioinformatician in the DeepSeq um, sequencing facility. What exactly is DeepSeq? Like for someone who doesn't understand, like someone who's not into bioinformatics, could you explain to them what exactly you're doing in simple terms? Sure. So bioinformatics is a, um, you could say it's an arm of data science. Um, the difference is that the data that, the type of data that we um, work with is biological data, um, mostly genomics, pro, um, gene, genome, protein um, data, not necessarily uh, textual or uh, text as in strings, words or, or numbers or all that. So it's very specific um, area of, uh, of biology and um, um, it uses, uh, it, it, it leverages computing power and algorithms um, to process large amount of biological data to, to provide some biological insights into the organism or the, the problem you're, you're studying. Mm, okay. That's very simple, yeah. There, it, has, it has lots and lots of applications all, in all different biological fields, um, from medicine, um, from diagnostics, vaccines, uh, infectious diseases, epidemiology, um, you name it, anything with a, um, any living thing, any li living being that has DNA um, mm. and any uh, process within that biological system of that organism can mm. be studied using bioinformatics. Oh, okay. I love your background. Um, the the birds. I don't know what's the what's the name of that bird. Ah, uh, there, <laughs> there are some birds out here. Yes. Yeah, I really love that background. Uh, <laughs> uh you know, I can barely hear it, but I can see some doves outside my. Uh, or oh, could they might be pigeons outside mm. my window? Mm, okay, <laughs> I can hear them clearly. Like, oh, wow. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so tell us the journey of how you got here exactly. Like, maybe, I don't know where it started. Maybe, I don't know where you want to start, but take us here. Um, I can start with, it's been a fairly straight path mm -hmm. for me, um, right from my undergraduate studies. So I... Um, 
I enrolled in a course uh, called Computational Biology. Um, this was at the University of Warwick um, in the UK. Mm. And that was my... Um, my so that course was my first introduction to um, com computing for biology. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't strictly bioinformatics. Bioinformatics was a, a component of it, but it was mostly epidemiology. So uh, mathematical modeling, applying mathematical models um, to understand uh, infectious disease uh, transmission and all that. So. The course covered basic biology, um, as all undergrad courses do, all 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 areas of biology, mm. but with a specialization in um, like in, in epidemiology, so computer computer modeling, and then also a, a, an introduction to bioinformatics, which was very very introductory um, level. Uh, um, at the time, this was nineteen ninety nine. Mm -hmm. uh, bioinformatics was uh, really um, fledgling in, in at our university. I don't recall there were many um, experts to teach teach bioinformatics. There were, I mean, definitely it was Warwick was a, was a good university, and there were you know pioneering scientists there um, who had embraced uh, the new um, technology the new bio, new field of bioinformatics and mm. were implementing them in their in their um, research and they were trying to impart on us the importance of it and what, the application of it but it was um yeah uh, not as sophisticated as things things are here uh, at, at the moment mm. um I don't even. I don't think there was next generation sequencing then either. We were working with Sanger sequencing data. Mm. Um, so, so, so that was the that was the hook. Let's just say. Um, and after complete, so um, during my bachelor's degree, I I did a, a placement year. I took a year out mm. to um, to work um, at a in in in, in a government organization, research organization in the UK, and my project was part bioinformatics and part um, part molecular biology. Mm. So that's when I, I I got to do a little bit of practical bioinformatics. Um, and then um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I, I was never, I never considered myself to have a an affinity for computers or computer science before then mm. but um um not not out of any inhibitions or anything it just it just never took my fancy apart from playing games on the computer and and, and we you know didn't Which have games? access to computers oh uh <laughs> games like um uh well the tetris and there were some back then there were there were these uh Adventure games um, by by Lucas Lucas Art Art Studio. So there was there was one called there was one on Indiana Jones. There mm. was a Monkey Island. They were adventure games, so you go around looking for clues and um, yeah, solving or saving not saving the world, but you know, it's rescuing artifacts and things like that, or saving somebody. And there were even there was even like one saving the print. A princess, um, mm. those kind of yeah. Wait, games. this was before 
university or during university? Before university. Oh, okay, at home. Yeah. At home, yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Mombasa, in Kenya. Okay. Uh so you had access to computers, right? Yes, there was a family computer that that yeah. Okay. About 20 of us used. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how what I'm trying to understand how did you know then about like how how did you choose computational biology if you don't if you didn't have an affinity for computers or anything? Yeah, so that's an interesting story. Um so I applied to do biological sciences. I I always wanted to do biology. I, I um yeah, right. I don't I don't remember when I realized that I really like biology. Mm. But any but um um but I applied to to do biological sciences, which would which would mean which would cover all biology biological sciences and then perhaps specialize in to, with some in something. I hadn't. Mm. I, I didn't know what I would, mm. yeah, I would specialize in. But um, but just as I was leaving for my, um, leaving for university, I received a letter from the university um, um, introducing this new course course called computational biology. And oh, it was very new at the time. It, yes, it was, it was, um, we were, yeah, we were the first year oh, okay. to mm. take it. And because I had very good grades in mathematics mm. a levels mm. they um offered it to me asked me if i was interested in it and it sounded interesting mm. um so i accepted and i i changed my course from biological sciences to computational biology did you know what it was yeah. like after I... when, once you're like one year into the school did you understand what you're going to do with that course no, um, <laughs> I didn't really. Uh, I didn't have, I didn't know anybody who was using that, anybody from my home or my exposure um, in my normal life uh, mm. outside university who was applying or, or doing that kind of work. Mm. So, um, a no, I didn't. But my 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 tutor then, um, Professor Graham Medley, he was called. Mm. He um, he he was working in Kenya. That well, he used to have projects in in Kenya, and he would use um, he would tell me about these projects where um, that were that were based in Kenya, um, epidemiology projects, and um, where he would you know study the epidemiology, and he was teaching us the. Um, the epidemiology um, aspects of of, um, of of science. So um, I knew there was an application, a real world application in in um, of it. Um, and then, uh, of course, in at university, you you do projects, uh, you do your uh, yeah annual projects or something um, where you're given real world data. So that gave me um, a bit of a better idea of what this mm. course could be used useful for. Okay. But yeah, but not at the. I think you know if I wanted to go seriously into it, I'd, I'd have to do a master's in in epidemiology. So what happened that made you um, have this one year out to do this uh, it, bioinformatics thing? 
It was it, actually it was a normal uh, track. So some people, um, it, it was an option at the mm. university. You mm. could. Um, some people chose to to do it. Some people chose to go straight on and graduate. Mm. Um, but so I, I chose to take a year out to get some some work experience. Um, it was. Um, I don't know. I think it was. It just was an exciting uh, opportunity mm. um, to, and I. I didn't know whether I would get such an opportunity after I graduated. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember actually. I think it just. It's. It just was appealing to me, to oh, to do okay. some real work. Yeah. Okay. So what what was ex- the experience like doing bioinformatics now? The practical bit of it. So it was what was it like yeah it was it was it was fun mm. um fun in that you know just just thinking back to now you're taking me back many years Sarah <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I really haven't uh, dwelled on these uh, mm. these years for for a while so mm. um I, it was uh, the, yeah, it was it was really um, basic actually. Now coming to think of it, uh, the the software that we had access to um, was yeah very basic. I don't actually remember exactly what I did. I rem- but I I I mean I I know I remember roughly what the project was about, and it was it was it was about annotating a particular bacterial species or a plasmid in a black bacterial species, and in the lab I was. Um, trying to express some genes in this plasmid. Yeah, this is really roughly. I need, I'll have to try and dig out that um, that thesis. <laughs> oh, you wrote a thesis after that. Yeah, so we had to have a yeah a a a, a dissertation. Um, I think they were calling it a, a report of of our year mm. out. Um. So in the in the in the bioinformatics part was um, was looking at the genome and and annotating it um, by just functional annotation. Mm-hmm. So it was there were no oh I wasn't using if there were any I I, I wasn't aware of but I wasn't using any automated annotation tools mm-hmm. then. So it was really um, looking you know for for open reading frames and then. Blast existed, which was great. So there was Blast mm. then, NCBI Blast, and yeah, um, searching against NCBI and uh, trying to find fun- the functions for the for the genes. And then in the lab, um, I guess we were trying to functionally characterize these genes. Mm. Yes, I think it's it's coming back to me. I don't know what genes they were, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some functional characterization involved. Mm. Yeah. In designing primers to mm. express them or to to um, yeah yeah okay yeah. so what happens after this um, this one year out you come back to school yep yeah so we um, I go back I graduate and then um, and then it's time to reassess mm-hmm. um, I thought perhaps I applied for many jobs after my bachelor's, thinking I, I would, you know, I, I, I didn't. There were two options available to me: either I do a master's, which was 
quite further down in um, in the options, oh, three options, do a master's, mm. um, come back home, I don't know to do what, and number one was to find a job. Mm. I wasn't successful in in finding a job, mm-hmm. in getting a job anywhere in the United. I was in the UK, so I wanted to to stay in the UK um, for to 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 get more experience. And um, but I wasn't successful. So then I um, I saw this uh, this course. This uh, but. So, so the masters I was interested in was would was bioinformatics because by then I had a um, my my supervisor um, for the placement year was doing masters at that point in time in bioinformatics and that gave me the idea that perhaps that is so courses like that are available and that um, it would be um, it is a specialization that that one can go into so so. Yeah, so then I think just by because of the lack my lack of success of finding a job, mm. uh, a a job in bi- in biology, I I had a part time job, you know, um, but nothing I would like to make a career out of. Um, Which one? Um, so it was you know temp they call them temping jobs, like you sign up to a to an agency and you get. Um, they they send you out wherever any clerical kind of jobs you know admin based in the in the council doing some something or the other I don't remember exactly what temping job I did I used to work in a supermarket once as a cashier mm-hmm. I had a I had a I had a waitressing job once mm. in um in in a local kind of hotel mm. um yeah. Uh, anything you know to earn a little bit of extra cash mm-hmm. <laughs> um to make make ends meet um yeah so uh yeah so then masters is is what i applied for i mean i was i i, I gave myself a few months to apply for a, to look for a job but i was unsuccessful mm. um but all the and all the the term times in the uk start in september so you have to have, you know, applied somewhere and, and secured some something between your graduation, which is in June till till September. Mm. Um, so I had like missed the September deadline, and I was mm. um, uh, feeling like I didn't want to. Well, I didn't want to temp anymore, or I didn't. I mean, it was it was a it was a it was a moment where you know it was let's just say it was a low moment i didn't it wasn't clear to me where i will go from then because mm. um um the resources were limited um opportunities were were not presenting themselves so i was you know just stuck doing whatever temping i could to keep my keep uh, paying the bills but um there was no career progression mm. um and then I heard of this course, a master's course, starting in January, from January to Jan- to December, mm. at University of Leicester. Um, and that actually, still in the UK. that was still in the UK. At that point, I was in the UK, and um, yeah, it was easier for me, I think, physically. I don't, you know, I in hindsight, I wish I had looked 
further out somewhere in Europe. But my family, I have a, a large family network in the UK. Um, mm. So I was more drawn to the UK because I had like a semi, a kind of a temporary base there. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I wish somebody had pointed out that there is the rest of the world to mm. <laughs> to look I'm into or, or look out for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, perhaps I would have, might have ended up else, somewhere else had I had I uh, had that realization back then. But nevertheless, I uh, ended up doing a master's at University of Leicester in bioinformatics. Now you've done your, you're in a place where you've done your the computation of biology course, and you've done a, you have you have one one experience in bioinformatics, and now you're enrolled to a bioinformatics course. It was by the a scholarship or self-sponsored? It was self-sponsored. Or both of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.